Attention all grandmas, grandpas, nanas, and papas. Bingo is not just for you anymore. Introducing Cerrito Bingo. It's the modern twist on a classic game for everyone to enjoy. Play 10 exciting rounds of free bingo every Wednesday night from 7 to 9 on South Main at the Green Beetle and every Friday night from 8 to 10 in Cooper Young at the Memphis Maid Tap Room. For more info, visit the bingo page at CerritoTrivia.com. Cerrito Bingo is the game-o. Kevin Cerrito is out on location. He will join us later in the show in the main event at 12 o'clock to talk pro wrestling. Also on today's show, check this out, Maria, our good friend Pete Pranica is going to join us. Sweet. Yeah, the television voice of the Memphis Grizzlies. And um, I, I've come to learn, talking to uh, Pete through Twitter and then also at FedEx Forum during the games, he's a wrestling fan. I know that from his Twitter account. Yeah, yeah, he has a mean headlock, too. So we're going to talk to Pete a little bit about basketball. Also going to dabble a little bit into... Um, into wrestling with them but there's a lot of stories going on that we're going to touch base on and one of them is this huge coaching story that's been going on uh and changing by the minute cj's been keeping us posted on that too uh we're going to talk about lsu here in just a little bit but man we have a fun show what's yeah it sounds like we have a packed lineup yeah absolutely so you want to go ahead and get it kicked off let's start off with some woohoos and boos Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute, hold on. I was just thinking, I was just thinking, CJ, since it's a hostile takeover and it's a 90-minute five-star edition, can we switch it up just a little bit? Yeah, we're going to do woos and boos today, baby. All right, well, let's start off with a woo. Can I get a woo? Woo! The Memphis Grizzlies had a six-game winning streak, which consisted of wins over the Utah Jazz, the L.A. Clippers, which I stayed up until, like, 1 o'clock in the morning. I watched every bit of it. Maria said, uh, what, are you, what are you still doing up? That's oh, yeah, I remember. There have been a couple games like that, actually. <laughs> I actually woke her up while I was cheered. Yes! No matter how uh, how how low I keep it when I'm cheering during the games, I still woke Maria up during that. What volume is an acceptable volume in the Star household when Maria's asleep? Because I have to put my volume on three, and I'm going to be honest with you, didn't know that the volume went down that low. It's not really the TV volume, is it? It's it's my volume when we hit a big shot. And Dustin's volume stays at like 80. So <laughs> I have no <laughs> chill, CJ. He doesn't even know what three is, CJ. Yeah, so they uh, they had a six-game winning streak. Uh, they beat the Utah Jazz, the L.A. Clippers, and the Denver Mavericks all on the road. Then they came back home. They defeated the Minnesota Timberwolves. And then they went back on the road and defeated Charlotte Hornets and the uh, Philadelphia 76ers. So five out of six games were on the road. Had a six-game winning streak going into last night. And I'm going to tell you, man, I was fired up. It's definitely much more fun to go to the games when we're winning. Yeah, absolutely. And and since those were road games, we got to watch on TV and cheer from a distance. Um, and we did get the the timber or the Timberwolves game at home, and it's always good to win at home, especially if Gasol hits a hits a game winner with .7 seconds to go. That was awesome. But uh, unfortunately, I do have to give the first boo. And, and yeah. I know, because you know what happened last night, Maria? Your Memphis Grizzlies six-game winning streak is over. Now, I'm not booing the Grizzlies. I'm booing that the six-game winning streak is over. So is that a boo for, I guess, the Heat? Or is it just a boo that the streak is over? The, the boo the streak is over and also booing the Heat. The Grizzlies lost 90-81 to um, against the Heat last night at FedEx Forum. The loss couldn't have come at a worse time. Coach Fisdale's former team was in town, the Miami Heat. They and beat him. And it was Fizz Friday. Yeah, and Aww. they beat him on Fizz Friday. Wait, it was what? It was Fizz Friday. They were giving out the first 5,000 fans at FedEx Forum last night got Coach Fizdale glasses. Are you saying you didn't get the glasses, CJ? CJ. I didn't. I wasn't part of the first 5,000. I was busy watching Gilmore Girls. Sue me. Oh, my gosh. Oh gosh. Here we go. Well, it was a packed house, so if you didn't get there early, you didn't get your Coach Fizz glasses 
Um, I might have felt a little smarter, but uh, the, the the team, man. That's why you were wearing the glasses. <laughs> That's why. Yes. Courtney was sitting next to me. She was like, yo, does Dustin really wear glasses? I'm like, I don't think he does. They look a lot like Coach Fizdale's. I wonder where he got those. Well, I mean, guys, everybody in the arena just about, at least all the Game Ops people especially, were wearing the Coach Fizdale glasses. But for some reason, when Dustin put his glasses on, he looked more like Clark Kent than Coach Fizdale. I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> Didn't Clark Kent die in the last movie? No, Clark Kent's Superman. He never dies. Didn't Batman kill him or something well, like he, that? Quote, oh, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Quote, I'm sorry. <laughs> quote dies. A superhero never really dies. You know he'll be back at the beginning of the next movie. Right. Well, um, yep, last night wasn't good. Six-game winning streak uh, down the uh, the drain there. Conley actually came off the bench last night, still scored 16 points. I saw a lot of rumblings like, why did Conley come off the bench um, Coach Fisdale has been doing a really interesting job of, of the uh, time restrictions and the minutes the guys are playing, which I think is totally cool. You know, it, gives it's, you... it's kind of that thing like before, you know, you eat, why don't you, before you eat dinner, eat a salad first, drink some water, and then go <laughs> eat type of situation so you don't get full, you get full off of that and not off of junk. So you just want Conley to come off the bench to restrict his minutes. So if you start him, you're like, oh, I got Conley. I'm just going to play him all the time. But if he comes off the bench, you're like, ah, I got to play him bench player minutes tonight. I'm like a cat. I see a shiny object. I have to go there. And I was just thinking when, when you were comparing to food, I would love to have seen your Thanksgiving plate. Oh, yeah, you would I, have. I oh, bet yeah, you, you did have. some damage, brother. Killed it. <laughs> I, I was... did the turkey. I did the ham with a nice brown honey glaze, brown sugar honey glaze. Uh, that was all over the ham. We did sweet potatoes that Ooh, were oh more God. sugar and brown hungry. sugar than sweet potatoes. Love we it. did some mac and cheese. Oh, yeah, it was good. There were green leftovers? beans there. Oh, tons of leftovers. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm going to go to town when I get home. We're coming over to your house after this. No, you're not. <laughs> Last night, Marcus all had a season-high five blocks, 14 total for the Grizzlies. That's also a season-high. And I also found out that uh, the the streak was ended, and it was all my fault. Did I tell you this, Maria? No. It's my fault. We lost last night. Probably. We were in the fourth quarter, and this is kind of a little inside story for you, CJ. Is we, you know, I wear an earpiece where I can hear all the stuff that's going on throughout the arena, getting cues and just different things to where I know where to be, and and it's just a way of communicating with everybody. So fourth quarter. I think we went down and hit a three. It looked like we might be coming back, and then, of course, the Heat would come back, and they'd hit a three and, and you know put us right back in the same deficit. But I heard in my ear, you know whose fault this is? And I can't communicate back. I can't talk back to them. I can only hear it. And I heard another guy say, who? And he goes, it's Dustin's fault. And the guy said, who? He said, Dustin. Dustin Starr. It's Dustin Starr's fault that we lost this streak tonight. Because he was out at the beginning of the game talking about a six-game winning streak and how we're going to push it to seven. He jinxed us. Oh, so now you're off the pregame. Taking <laughs> you off. I don't know if I was meant to hear that or not, but I was blamed for losing last night because I was gloating about the six-game winning streak. Everybody knows. Maria knows. I know. Brady knows. Everybody knows. You don't talk about a streak Ugh. in the midst of the streak. What are you supposed to do during the... What were you thinking? Well, during the pregame, getting the fans fired up. My bad, Memphis. Grind City, it's my fault. We could have had a seven-game winning streak. I jinxed us. Mm. We'll talk to Pete Pranica about that here a little bit later. Grizzlies are on the road tonight against the Miami Heat in a back-to-back. 7 p.m. tip-off at American Airlines Arena. Maybe they can get a little bit of revenge on uh, the Miami Heat tonight. Uh, Zach Randolph didn't play. Chandler Parsons didn't play. And, of course, sending a lot of love out to the big man. He lost his... Mother over uh, the Thanksgiving holiday, which is very unfortunate. Um, but let's 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 go and uh, let's get another woo woo. You're gonna, you're gonna like this one, CJ. The Memphis Tigers beat the Houston Cougars in a shootout at Liberty Bell Memorial Stadium yesterday on Black Friday, 48 to 44. Are you kidding me? What a game! Oh my gosh! Four lead changes in the last seven minutes. Over 1,200 combined total yards for those two teams. And Houston was coming off a big victory over the then number 11 Louisville Cardinals. They beat them 36-10. to And the Memphis Tigers just came out. Man, they were all over them. Uh, it got really close in the end. But were you there at that game, CJ? No, I was. What part of I was watching Gilmore Girls? Oh, don't you guys? You were serious understand? about that, Maria? Can you let him know <laughs> that serious. I was watching Gilmore Girls? Okay. Courtney was texting me like, 
this man will not turn this off my TV. Oh my gosh. Well, my it sister. Was her idea. My sister was there. They had a blast. Uh, you know, it was a televised game on uh, local 24 yesterday. They had a special. Um, what was it? A 12 o'clock kickoff. They had 11 o'clock pregame. Man, the Tigers are awesome. Beat number 20, Houston. I mean, I'm just glad that one of my teams is doing okay. Yeah, Greg Ward. I mean, listen to these stats, CJ. Listen to these. Give stats. them to me. So Greg Ward Jr., the quarterback of Houston, 47 of 67. He threw the ball 67 times yesterday, 487 yards, four touchdowns. He did have an interception. That is just video game stuff. That's like Madden stats. Yeah. It's ridiculous when you stop and think about how good Greg Ward Jr. has been over the course of the past two years. I know this year, uh, not Memphis, but Houston kind of tapped. You know, tailspinned off there towards the end of the well, season. Lost I mean, to the SMU, Navy, <laughs> Memphis. The coach. The co- I mean, there was a big distraction with the coach, which we'll talk about here in just a second. But Riley Ferguson, not to be outdone, not by very much anyway. He was 30 of 45, 409 yards, four touchdowns, zero interceptions. That's solid. I don't care who you are. That's awesome. Uh, Greg Ward also rushed for 65 yards. I mean, the guy's just – I mean, I guess I'd never – seen him play or cared to see him play, but when he's playing the Tigers, uh, I saw him. Uh, now, check this out. Houston receiving. Linnell Bonner had 17 catches, 235 yards. So all across the board, man, the running backs, receivers, quarterbacks, they were just tearing it up. Memphis had two receivers, uh, Miller and Mayhew. They had 169 and 142 yards. Just like, like I said, video game statistics there. But Coach Mike Norville, 8-4. and four, Going to a bowl. Hey, are the Ole Miss Rebels going to a bowl, Maria? I don't know. I think we have to win today's game. Yeah, I, I think we do have to win the Egg Bowl, which comes up right after uh, Cerrito Live today. That is crazy to think, right? <sighs> Especially after the year yeah. they had last year. I'm sorry for you, Maria. I know you don't get many great years as a Mississippi fan, uh, Ole Miss fan, and for them to after coming off like three or four straight years of just yeah. excitement, they have this major drop-off. That's rough. I know, man. It's kind of heartbreaking. But, you know, Mississippi State fans, they, they can look at Dak Prescott, so they might no, not be able no, to cheer don't even. for the Bulldogs, Why? but they can cheer for the Cowboys, right? That's just how Cowboys oh fans gosh. are. Did that doesn't take work? That in that direction? No. That's not how that works, Maria? No, that is not how that works. That's like me going, well, you know, at least I can still cheer for Eli Manning. <laughs> That's People true. do say that, though. <laughs> it's still heartbreaking. I want to cheer for Ole Miss. All right. Well, I'm going to give a boo. I'm going to give a real big boo. And that boo is for you, LSU. We're not only booing you because you're LSU. Who wouldn't want to boo LSU, right? I always boo LSU. Yeah, but this coaching hunt has been absolutely crazy. CG, I'm going to need your help on this because so much has happened so it started with that LSU reportedly offered a $6.8 million contract to Florida State head coach Jimbo Fisher. That would have made him the third highest paid coach behind Nick Saban. And? Oh. And? Come on now, Maria. Who? Give me a guess. Oh, Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh. Okay. <laughs> there you go. And it would have been a $1.6 million raise from the Florida State gig. So he says no. Yeah, he's like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Wait, who's in that? Was Save it about it? the corn dogs? It might have been. It very well could have been. It might have been the fact that he would have had to play the University of Mississippi every year. He probably wanted no piece of them, them rebels. To me, that's the last thing you want getting out is that LSU, major SEC college football team there, not getting the guy that they want, Jimbo Fisher. Is that I, not? That's bad news, right? I disagree wholeheartedly when you look at it and say, okay. We offered this man this much money. He turned it down. We can probably offer other coaches something comparable to this. So I think LSU saved face because that figure was so high. Six point eight million a year. That's a large number. Now, let me see. Looking back, maybe they took a breath of relief. Like, oh, thank goodness. Well, all right. So let me see if I can keep this in line. So the interim head coach of LSU is Coach O at Ordron. Okay. So he's there waiting in the wings just in case a deal does not get done with Tom Herman, who is the coach of Houston that just played the Tigers yesterday. 
They weren't sure if Tom Herman wanted to go to LSU or Texas. This morning, everything just hit the fan. Charlie Strong is out as coach of Texas. It's being reported that at noon, LSU will have a press conference introducing Ed Orgeron as the new head coach. And it looks like Tom Herman is going to Texas. Am I right? That is pretty much how I think it's going down, right? That's pretty much how it's being reported. After that Texas loss yesterday to TCU, Texas is like, nah, we can't even pretend anymore. We got to yeah. let Strong go. Strong was let go, and right after they let him go, they hit Herman up. Herman was like, yeah, sure, I'll take it. And LSU was like, well, we didn't get our first choice. We didn't get our second choice. <laughs> we got our third choice, though. Coach O, welcome to LSU. Oh, yay. Yeah, now let's let's remember Coach O did not fare too well as Ole Miss head coach. Yeah, but see now, how does Coach O haggle his money? Well, apparently he took a big binder <gasps> with a plan that just absolutely blew LSU away, and he won the job. I saw that. What? What is this binder? I want to see this binder. What? What do you guys? Let's real quick. What is in this binder? That Coach O has. What could he possibly have that he didn't have? When Maybe he was like here at Ole printed Miss? out a bunch of tweets. All the LSU players like, <laughs> here's uh, evidence number one. LSU player wants me to stay. Oh, so Leonard Fournette wants me to stay. Here's that Gotta proof. Stay. Here's the proof from this guy right here. Right. So he just printed out all tweets. Well, so we have. Looks like we're gonna have a new Texas head coach, a new LSU head coach by the end of the day, and who knows what's gonna happen with Houston and all this. But that let's move on. Unfortunate, right? Because Houston is going was a program on yeah, the rise. Yeah, twenty in the and, nation. And as a Memphis fan, you need good American athletic teams, and Houston was one of those teams you could point to and say, "Hey, with Houston in our conference, with Navy in our conference, with us in our conference, with Cincinnati most years in our conference, we are competitive with other Power Five conferences on the football field." Now with Herman gone, Houston is up in the air. And now the American lost one more premier program, right? Right, exactly. All right, well, let's give a woo. Woo! Woo! This one's for you. Ohio State Hospital gets beat Michigan blankets. So babies born at Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center yesterday and today will go home and beat Michigan blankets. What do you think of that, Rhea? I think it's hilarious. Wexner Medical, they do it often. They did it last New Year's Day. 2015, they sent newborns home with beat Alabama blankets on um, in honor of the Sugar Bowl. Um, And I thought it was pretty cool because you're a Michigan fan, CJ, and that big rivalry game is today. Right now. Right? It's on right now. Right now. I'm not even paying you guys attention. I'm looking at the TV through the screen. Michigan has a ball. They're driving, I do believe, down the field. We are in the midst of a commercial break. The beautiful thing about this glass, I don't know if you guys have ever paid attention, like you can catch the reflection of the TV in the bottom left corner. So, like, I'm looking in your direction, Maria, but I'm not looking at you. I see the TV. staring at me. Hey, bro. 30 minutes. I hate to break it to you, but Michigan has not won in Columbus since 2000. I'm well aware. And in 2000, Jim Harbaugh was quarterbacking his final season in the NFL. I'm aware of that. And also. Urban Myers was head was wide receivers coach at Notre Dame. Yeah, that sounds That's about a right. long time, bro. Uh, who who are you telling? I'm I'm invested in this rivalry. You don't have to tell me. That. You must be talking to the good people of Memphis because I know what's going on. I know Memphis is what not not Memphis. Michigan is nine and one past ten games against Ohio State. Actually, they're ten and one, I believe. I mean. Michigan is one and nine or one and ten. They're one and ten. So the past ten games, Michigan is one and nine. I don't know. All the way it goes, Michigan has lost way too many games to Ohio State. I'm so upset about this right now that I can't get it right. They're owing four their past four games. You got to go back five years to find the last time. Michigan beat Ohio State and they only beat Ohio State that year because Jim Trussell was gone and they had an interim coach in. I can't tell if he's making excuses, Maria. No, I'm mad. What excuses? Oh, okay, well, I didn't just say mad about it, but I'm still stuck on the blankets. Like, what if you're not even an Ohio fan? Right. Yeah. I love it. I think that's great. You know that to get fans to boo, and when the Cleveland Cavaliers are playing, they put the block M up. They put the University of Michigan symbol up on the oh, jumbotron, and everybody in Cleveland goes crazy. They get all mad and they boo. And this is an NBA team. NBA fans are getting upset about this. Not college football, but NBA fans. It's yeah. crazy. So. Well, they're also the babies that are going home with LeBron James sneakers. How cool is that? Courtesy of Nike. They're, they're cool. getting some cool blankets and they're getting so some LeBron. So if you LeBron's. have a baby on the right weekend, you get the hookup. You up. get the hookup. <laughs> I don't. 
it's baby sneakers. The baby's not gonna be able to wear those sneakers forever. Like that's not. It's cool. still cool. It's no, still it's cool. Not, not all anyway. Ohio State's number two in the nation. Michigan Wolverines are number three. That's happening right now. Both teams are ten and one, and there's obviously some big playoff implications on the line in that contest. So the way it works is Michigan wins. Michigan goes to the Big Ten championship game. Ohio State wins. They need Penn State to lose. And then they can go. If Ohio State wins, Penn State wins, Penn State goes to the Big Ten championship game. And then that's where it gets interesting for the committee because you have an Ohio State team there that's 10 and 1. Well, they will be 11 and 1 with a win over a team like Michigan that's going to be top 10 even if they lose. But that one loss coming to Penn State, Ohio State will have not won the Big Ten conference. Penn State will play Wisconsin in the Big Ten championship game. And if Penn State wins, who do you take from the Big Ten? Do you take the Big Ten champion, Penn State, or do you take the team that everybody believes to be the better program in Ohio State? I think this is more confusing than the presidential election, to be honest Oh, it's so confusing, but oh, it's so gosh. exciting. Before we wrap it up, I want to give another woo! Woo! I want to give a big woo to Goldberg. Last week at Survivor Series, Goldberg absolutely squashed. That's Brock why Lester. I want to give a boo. Wait a minute. Definitely a boo. Is this the first time ever that, that one topic has been a, a woo and a boo at the same time? I think so. I think so. so Let me go back in the history books and check and see. So we're going to have to have Kevin Cerrito uh, kind of clear this up when he comes on with us. But Survivor Series 2016 was headlined by Fantasy Warfare Comes to Life. Goldberg won that match in less than two minutes. And Goldberg's right up your alley. That's when you were watching, right? Or were you more yeah. of a WWF guy? Yeah, Goldberg. Because I remember the win streak. Goldberg, Ray Mysterio, those are my two dudes from uh, WCW. Mm-hmm. Booker T. Booker okay. T was WCW also. So those are my three guys over there. And then, Yeah, man. I, like I was Booker excited T. to hear Goldberg was coming back. Well, we'll talk to Kevin Cerrito about that in the main event at the 12 o'clock hour. And that's going to do it for Woohoo's and Boos. Or should I say... Woos and boos. Woo! Switch it up just a little bit. Maria, you want to tell us a little bit about Playhouse on the Square? Yes, I do. Before we cut to the break, uh, Playhouse on the Square is located at Union and Cooper in Overton Square. And it's Memphis's only professional theater and the perfect place to take a date. Mm. Playhouse on the Square's 2015-16 season is underway and includes Million Dollar Quartet, Rock of Ages, Lord of the Flies, and more. You can check out their full list of shows and purchase tickets by visiting playhouseonthesquare.org. Pete Pranica, your television voice of the Memphis Grizzlies, is coming up with us next. Stay tuned. Cerrito Live on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Do you live in Memphis? Do you suffer from weekday boredom? Do you sit around on weeknights looking at your phone trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about Cerrito Trivia. Well, actually, that might be a little weird. Instead, just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play Cerrito Trivia. It's more than just your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's trivia night with questions and stuff you and your friends know and like. Featuring unique weekly themes including movies, music, 90s TV shows, current events, and more. All shows are free to play. For more information on locations, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit CerritoTrivia.com or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team name Hall of Fame. And did you know Cerrito Trivia isn't just for bars and restaurants? Contact Cerrito Trivia at gmail.com to bring Memphis's most unique trivia experience to your next party, work function, rehearsal dinner, reunion, seminar, retreat, or special event. Cerrito Trivia is the perfect prescription for weekday boredom. Side effects may include wing prices, laughing out loud, high-fiving, eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverages, rock, paper, scissors, and spending quality time with friends. Now play Cerrito Trivia every Tuesday night on Broad Avenue at Rec Room and in East Memphis at Mellow Mushroom. Every Wednesday night downtown at Tampa Tap and every Thursday night on South Main at the Green Beetle and the Arcade Restaurant. CerritoTrivia.com Welcome back to Cerrito Live. Here once again is Kevin Cerrito. Not today. Not today. Dustin Starr here alongside my lovely Maria. We're hosting a very special 90-minute five-star edition of Cerrito Live. Got C.J. Hurd across the glass there, keeping us in line, making sure we're dotting the I's and crossing the T's. And we've got the television voice of the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter, at Pete Pranica. He's going to join us momentarily. But first, Maria, hook us up. 
Yes, I have a message from Blue. This portion of Sarita Live is being brought to you by Blue Restaurant and Lounge, introducing Blue's new $12 for 12 lunch combo special. Pick from 12 different lunch entrees, side drink, and dessert, all for just $12. Don't forget about Blue's new extended social hour from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. daily, including event nights. Seven days a week, enjoy $5 wine and spirit special plus $3 bills, $3 beer deals, too, starting at 11 a.m. Sunday through Saturday. And also, don't you forget, as you know, Dustin, I love to go to Blue before and after the post-game at FedEx Forum. Every time. Valet parking is always complimentary when you dine at Blue. Plus, Blue now serves Sunday brunch featuring the mouth-watering nachos, rancheros, breakfast nachos, steak and eggs, the ultimate French toast of the day, and much, much more. Call 901-334-5950 to make reservations, and that's 901-334-5950. That's Blue Restaurant and Lounge on BB King Boulevard downtown across from the FedEx Forum. Can't miss it. It's right across the street. I love going there. I do, too. I took Brady there and had mimosas. <laughs> on the Did Brady have mimosas? <laughs> he has a Sprite and orange juice mimosa. Speaking of FedEx Forum, we talked a little bit about it earlier. Joining us up next, right now, he's a television voice of the Memphis Grizzlies. And he's also nominated for the 2016 Tennessee State Sportscaster of the Year Award, five-time finalist. What's going on, Pete Pranica? How are you? Hey, five-star. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. You are in Miami. So you were in Memphis last night, and you're already in Miami now? <laughs> yeah, we got to the hotel about 2 a.m. Eastern time. So uh, oh, wow. yeah, this is this is this is the this is the hard part of of traveling in the NBA, and people ask me about it all the time, and they say, "Well, how's traveling in the NBA?" I said, "The way we travel is really great because we've got a chartered 757 and plenty of plenty of room to spread out, but you're flying at some really really crazy hours." And uh, yeah, did not get to the hotel till about uh, two two fifteen or so, and. Uh, so got as got as much rest as I could. Uh, already uh, working on today's game against Miami. Nice, nice, and hey, yeah, congratulations! That's a tough schedule. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's definitely rough. You sound like a professional wrestler back in the day. <laughs> hey, you know, you got you got to do what you got to do. I mean, how blessed are the three of us to be doing exactly what we want to be doing and and having a lot of fun doing it? So, um, you know, whatever hardships that that we engender with our profession. Hey, that that that's just part of the price you pay for having a really really great job and a fun job and great people to work with. Yeah, yeah, and congratulations on the uh, Sportscaster of the Year nomination. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, and Pete Weber, the Predators wanted I think the last three years. He's a good friend, a fellow Notre Dame alum, and uh, it'd be nice if we could could share it. Uh, but we'll uh, we'll see how it all pans out. I think we'll find out in January uh, who wins it. Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, so last night. Uh, um, you know, I was blamed for uh, the six-game winning streak being broken because I was talking about it in the pregame and everything in the arena. Uh, we have a little bit of revenge to get tonight in Miami. Um, I gotta, I gotta talk to you about some some basketball on the court, but then also some stuff off the court because you host our favorite our favorite television show on Fox Sports Southeast. Grizzlies basketball is like our favorite, one of our favorite television shows watching. Um, I appreciate that. Yeah, and you host that. So tell me a little bit of funny stuff about you and Brevin Knight. <laughs> How is it working uh, with Brevin? You know, Brevin is a great friend of mine, and I remember Brevin in his playing days as the guy who would always steal the ball when he was playing for the Clippers or the Jazz or whatever. So I kind of disliked him. Um, but there, there just isn't a better person to be around. I mean, intelligent, grounded, generous, big-hearted. Uh, and, and we, we love to have fun. That's really the biggest thing of it for me is even our stage manager in Philadelphia just shook her head like, you guys really like to have fun. You know, we, 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 you know, Biz Markey is, is courtside. And so he takes a picture with us and we're reciting our favorite lines from Rocky because we're in Philadelphia. Um, so we just have a lot of fun. I mean, Brevin and I are close uh, on the broadcasts and we're close off the court. We play golf together. Uh, we hang out together, and uh, and he's one of my best friends, and uh, we're we're just really really blessed to have somebody like that on our on our broadcasts, and uh, I couldn't be happier to have him as a broadcast partner. Well, both of you guys are great. Uh, I always wonder um, when the game's going on and we're at FedEx Forum, you guys are working just like we're working. Do you ever get to see all the goofy, crazy stuff that we do, all the cakes we throw in people's faces and everything? Do you guys get a chance to see all that? 
Sometimes, sometimes, because during the timeout, what will happen is, you know, timeout's called, we go to commercial. Brevin and I may, you know, flip one of our one of our earmuffs off and, and just talk to each other like, okay, well, what did you see in that last segment of the game? What do you want to talk about? Uh, you know, what trends do you see emerging? So we can kind of get our game plan together. And then our producer's in our ear telling us, okay, we're going to come back with the Zach Randolph highlight package, or we're going to come back with this promotional read, or whatever. So just like Jason Potter's in your ear telling you what's coming next on the floor. So sometimes we see it, sometimes we don't. Um, You know, Jason and I go way back, and so I will always ask him before the game starts, I said, okay, what particular brand of mayhem are we going to be having tonight? (laughs) And and he'll hit me and he'll say, you know what, I think you really need to look out for this because this is really, really funny. And uh, So if I I get a heads up, I'll, I'll try to try to sneak a peek so did he warn you when grizz um was fighting hard for those votes during the election <laughs> yeah he, he he said that there was going to be some skullduggery uh put forth by the big blue bears so yeah we we, we know i mean grizz is grizz is very very mischievous and uh, he's not above breaking any rules and uh i think grizz would have been a tremendous professional wrestler because uh you know, it's it's always it's always the little subtle things that yeah. that help you pull out the win. I think he's he's trying his best to be a part time professional wrestler at least with with wrestling night. And I want to talk to you about that in just a second. But I have to ask you, did you get your Coach Fizz glasses last night at the game? You know, I didn't because I get there so early and I you know they're not even set up yet. And so no, I, I mean oh, I can go man. back to our promotions people. And I I suspect that they may have an extra pair uh, hanging around. And and I did make a point of telling the Miami broadcasters who are good friends and. And they just thought that was the coolest thing ever, that the Grizzlies would do something like that to Fizz. Yeah, it was very, very cool. Um, now on the uh, kind of a, a, a sad subject um, that was kind of known last night, and we talked about it in the arena. I know you guys talked about it on the broadcast, but Zebo sending love to the big man. He he lost his mother on Thanksgiving. I can't even imagine. You know, my mom was cooking two turkeys at the house for the family. And, um, you know, I just hate to hear it. Do we have a timetable or anything on the return of Zebo? Have not heard anything. I've not heard anything in terms of funeral arrangements or, or how this is all going to play out. Um, you know, I, I, in fact, if people checking out my Instagram account, uh, I posted a video of Zach just cutting up before the Philadelphia game, and and I didn't have any knowledge that that his mother had been ailing. Uh, my understanding is that this was a, a, a condition that she'd been living with for some time. Wow. It, it wasn't. It wasn't sudden. Um, but still, you, you, you are never prepared for the death of a parent. Um, I've known Zach since he was 19. I was with the Portland Trailblazers when they drafted Zach into the NBA. So, so we go way back. And um, a lot of people don't realize this, but Coach Fizz and Zach go way back as well because when Fizz was starting to get in the coaching business, he worked at Tim Gergerich's noteworthy uh, camp out in Las Vegas. And one of the campers was Zach Randolph. So they, they have a history that, that spans, you know, more than a decade. And uh, it's tough. I mean, Zach and I have known each other, like I said, for a long, long time. Uh, his mom was a mom to a lot of the other players on the team. I and, bet, yeah. You know, and, and we all know that Zach has paid MLGW bills for a number of people because mm-hmm. his mom was a single mom. And there wasn't always money there to, to pay the utility bill. But, you know, she raised a guy who has just an absolute big, big heart and a, and a generous spirit. And uh, it, it just really, really hurts all of us affiliated with the Grizzlies to see him having to go through this. Yeah, and it was a overwhelming support last night at FedEx Forum. They played a nice, uh, or they had a you know a, a moment of silence. Marcus Saw had some really nice things to say. Um, tell us a little bit about, uh, just jumping subjects here, Chandler Parsons. He's been out a couple of games. He's, he's in and out. I know he has minute restrictions. Um, any word on the latest on when Chandler will be back in the lineup? You know, I think what they had said when they diagnosed a couple weeks, you know, they'll, they'll reevaluate him. Um, it's a bone bruise. It is not on the surgically repaired knee. It's on the other knee. Okay. Uh, when, when or exactly how it happened, I, I really don't know. Um, but the Grizzlies are going to be very conservative with making sure the guys are as right as they possibly can be and, and, and not rushing guys back and, and the possibility of greater injury if you if you put somebody on the floor who's who's not quite ready, and and all NBA teams really, what they will do is when they diagnose an injury they will keep monitoring and they'll go in steps like okay uh, we think you're ready to run on the treadmill you run on the treadmill okay no pain okay cool now 
we're going to go to the next step and then the next step and then the next step. And, and, and you have to keep clearing those hurdles without pain or inflammation or swelling uh, or what have you in order to be cleared to the next level. And, uh, you know, bone bruises do take a while to heal. So, uh, you know, two weeks, uh, my understanding was, was going to be the reevaluation period and, and, and we'll see. And hopefully he's a, he's a real quick healer. Hopefully so. Joining us right now, Pete Pranica, the television voice of the Memphis Grizzlies. You can follow him on Twitter, at Pete Pranica. Now to the good stuff. Let's talk some wrestling. You All and right. I, you and I have seen each other. I feel like I've known you forever just because I've watched you on TV and, of course, you know, tweeting and then, and then finally meeting you in person and everything. And I found out you're a wrestling fan. Now, do you watch the current product? Uh, who's your favorite wrestler? Give me some details on, on Pete Pranica in the wrestling world here. Yeah, I gotta be honest. I, I really, really followed it when I, when I was a kid, when I was growing up in Wisconsin and wrestling fans remember the AWA, which was basically yeah. run by Vern Gagne. And being a Packer fan, you had, uh, um, the Crusher and Dick the Bruiser, uh, you know, who were, who were big in Milwaukee. And, and, uh, I want to say Dick the Bruiser played in the NFL. I don't think Crusher did, but I know Dick the Bruiser did. Um, that's really more kind of my milieu, uh, when WW, F. Before I went to WWE, I, I followed that for a little bit through the heyday of, of the 80s. And then as the as the business really exploded, I, I mean, I was aware of it, but I didn't follow it really in a, in a hardcore way. And it's interesting that our former sideline reporter, Tony Luffman, for a period of time was actually one of the commentators for, for NXT. And so oh, wow. we chat about it a little bit. And then Katie Forbes, who I think anybody who tweets with the Grizzlies knows who Katie is. She's right. a big wrestling fan. So uh, I, I've been a little out of touch with it, but I, this might be a good time to uh, to dive back into it because it's uh, it seems to be a, a real flourishing industry right now with a lot of great young talent such as yourself and and Maria and um, so it might be time to time to dive back into it. I appreciate that. Who was your favorite growing up when you were watching? Oh, my favorite. Um, you're like me. You probably have a ton of them. Like, who did you really enjoy watching? You say, man, that guy right there's a he's a tough guy. I think going back to the AWA days, Billy Robinson, the British Empire champion, okay. um, because he was such a good technical wrestler, and uh, you know he could transition from hold to hold, and he was just really, really, really solid. But you think about guys like Baron von Raschke, mm. uh, Ivan Koloff, uh, uh, you know, and then then transitioning to uh, WWF, you had Bob Backlund, and, oh, yeah. and uh, you know, classy Freddie Blassie is his manager, and. You just had so many great personalities and uh, really, really was a lot of fun. Going back to the – and I'm jumping all over the place here. The AWA uh, with Jumpin' Jim Brunzel. Right, uh, yeah. You know, and, and, and Vern Gagne's son, Greg. Uh, the High Flyers, you know, they, they really did some spectacular things. We saw Ken Patera, who was a former U.S. Olympic wrestler, get into the AWA. Uh, superstar Billy Graham. Superstar. Um, yes, sir. Yeah, Jesse the Body Ventura. I remember him from AWAs long before his, before his political career. Uh, so, yeah, just, a, just a, a lot of memories when I think of those AWA days. And, uh, that was a really big thing when finally the, one of the TV stations in Green Bay decided to run pro wrestling on Saturday night at 1030. And I remember we throw a pizza in the oven, and this was a family event. We're gonna we're gonna watch wrestling at ten thirty on Saturday night. And, uh, yeah. It was pretty cool. It was like Saturday morning wrestling in Memphis, and I always thought, you know, uh, because the we don't bluff and the grit grind and everything. If I had to pick a tag team partner off the Memphis Grizzlies, it would absolutely have to be Zebo. What do you think, Maria? Oh, definitely. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I would definitely step in the ring and have Zebo by my side. Scrappy. He hard nosed. And coming up on um, Wrestling Night is March 18th, and how fitting that we play the San Antonio Spurs, and then also how fitting the four, first 4,000 fans get a Zebo wrestling buddy. I used to have these wrestling buddies, Pete, and I would I'd beat them up like the Ultimate Warrior and Hulk Hogan when I was a kid. That's right, Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, you know, you think of the NWA and, and all the all the great wrestlers they had there, the Von Erich family, mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, I mean there there is such a tremendous history. I mean you could you could write a multiple volume encyclopedia of all the all the great people who've participated in in the business and um, yeah, wrestling night's always always fun. So now we're gonna we're gonna put the ring up again. Now we're gonna see you in the in the squared circle on wrestling night. I have no idea. You know, I guess things have changed now that I'm at every game, which which to me is like 
you know, me and Maria are, and Brady are huge Grizzlies fans, and just to be able to be in the arena and working on a team that, you know, the Game Ops have won awards, Grizz has won Mascot of the Year. I mean, the broadcaster is up for Sportscaster of the Year. I mean, it's just awesome to be on that team, and I always look forward to wrestling. Like, you know any chance I can to get in the ring and kick some butt, I'm all about it. So we'll, no, I kind of figured. I figured as much. We'll I kind of figured as much. Yeah, we 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 just need we just need to see a little bit more uh, a little <laughs> bit more of that. And and it's it's become one of the dates really on on, on the Grizzlies calendar yeah. that so many people look forward to. I mean, it it's great the way that the Grizzlies game operation staff has embraced Memphis culture, has embraced you know kind of the Memphis ethos uh, for lack of a better term. And you know we we go around the country. I mean, obviously. You know, you're involved in, in Grizzlies game ops. We see game ops all over the country. We see all the other, the 29 other teams. Yeah. There isn't a team that can that can hold a candle to what the Grizzlies do. You know, from top to bottom. Uh, you know, they'll they'll step out there. They'll they'll take some risks. They'll they'll try some things, and sometimes they work. And uh, every once in a while, maybe they don't work as well as you'd hope. But uh, right. I think top to bottom, the, the the Grizzlies have treated their fans, whether it's wrestling night or the amazing Sladek or oh, Red yeah. Panda or Quick Change, the Grizzlies are absolutely top of the list when it comes to a, you know in-arena experience over and above the game of basketball. Well, wrapping up real quick with the Pete Peranica here. Um, looking ahead, we have the Heat tonight, 7 p.m. tip. Hornets on Monday back at the Forum, and then Wednesday back in Toronto. Home on Thursday against Orlando. Man, it's about to get busy. 11 home games in the month of December. How are you going to hold up on that? <laughs> hey, you know what? You're an elite athlete. You and Maria are both elite athletes. You know you got to get your rest, and it's it's all about rest and 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 trying to eat well. And thankfully, uh, the Grizzlies uh, training staff, uh, when we travel with them, uh, particularly on the plane, uh, it's it's dietetically it's it, it's pretty good. There's no soda. There's no cookies. There's no sugar. There's no salt on oh, that man. plane. And awesome. uh, you know, with the, the Grizzlies have an outstanding chef. Uh, so he he makes the stuff taste really really good. So you just try to eat right, uh, as Hulk Hogan used to say. You know, eat your vitamins and say your prayers and uh, and get your rest, and, and that's how you make it through. Well, Pete, thank you for joining us. I know that you're on limited sleep. You get you're still on the grind right now, and uh, just thank you for taking out some time to uh, visit with us today. Hey, my pleasure. Hope you have a, had a great Thanksgiving, and uh, we will see you on Monday night. Yes, sir. That was Pete Pranica, the television voice of the Memphis Grizzlies. One of my faves. I mean, such a nice guy, right? Mm-hmm. And a wrestling fan. You can't go wrong. Right. I think that's how we started interacting, wasn't because of the Grizzlies. Right, which it is weird. It was because of wrestling. Yeah, well, wrestling night's going to be a but lot of fun. But he mentioned Katie. Katie keeps us all connected, I think. So. Yeah. What about that? Pete Pranica dropping Katie Forbes' name, who is also our rival in... Trivia. She's not really our rival, though. Arnez is, right? Arnez is the rival, and somehow he sucked her into it. All right, we're going to step out and take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to get with CJ on songs to grind to. So you're listening to a special 90-minute five-star edition of Cerrito Live on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. This is Maria Starr, half of Memphis's power couple, telling you to tune in to the main event of Cerrito Live every weekend for the wrestling segment. My man Dustin Five Star sits down every Saturday with Kevin Cerrito to talk about all things in the world of wrestling. So tune in to Cerrito Live on Sports 56 every Saturday at 1230 for some wrestling smack talk. And if you ever miss this or any of the show, you can listen to the podcast by subscribing to Cerrito Live for free on iTunes or your favorite podcast provider. And as always, podcasts are available at CerritoLive.com. Welcome back to Cerrito Live. Here once again is Kevin Cerrito. No, sir. Not yet. Kevin Cerrito is going to join us just a couple of minutes in the main event of Cerrito Live. I am Dustin Starr. Alongside my lovely Maria. And CJ is across the glass just going nuts. We can hear him yelling all the way through to the other room. I apologize. <laughs> Watching Michigan, <laughs> Ohio State. Yes! No! He had the edge. If he doesn't get, if Jabril doesn't get tripped up there, Jabril gets in the end zone, and I hope he hits him with a Heisman pose. <laughs> oh my gosh. I remember when uh, Desmond Howard first did that. That's That really ages me. It dates me, but... 
That was I, the cool my, thing. My father, we were in Germany at the time, and so he could only get the game. He could watch the game, but it would be, you know, middle of the night in Germany. Right. So he would wake up at like 2 in the morning to watch a 11 p.m. kickoff or 11 a.m. kickoff. Excuse me. It was crazy. Would he wake the whole house up like you just you just did yelling at the TV? Yes, there would be several times <laughs> where I got up out of the bed like, "What are you watching, boy? Sit down, and let me tell you something about the University of Michigan." Now let me tell you what you're watching. <laughs> yeah, check this out, Maria. So every week, CJ chooses a song to grind to because he loves Grind City so much. Is this right? I love the Grind City. I think everybody loves the Grind City, but Kevin Cerrito. He doesn't like it. No, he hates it. I don't know why he hates that nickname so much. Grind City? I like it. I think it's cool. Maybe because it's kind of dirty. Well, it is. Speaking of dirty, that's where CJ comes in because every week he chooses a song to grind to. Wait, whoa, I hate to interrupt that introduction. I mean, speaking of dirty, I'm a very clean, dirty type of person. (laughs) Wait a minute. You're a clean, dirty? Is that what you said? I am a very clean, dirty person. That's what we like to call filth. If you're a clean, dirty person, you're probably filth. I am a little bit filthy. All right, what, Sometimes what I'm nasty. You have something I can sing to you today or what? No, we can talk about that before we get into <laughs> my song to grind to this week. I know you you want me to pit bump and grind on there, right? Why not? R. Kelly, here's the thing. Like, I got certain Ain't criteria. wrong no. with a little bump and grind. That sounds like you're on the toilet going Nothing through something. Whoa. Are you making fun? It, it definitely didn't sound good. Come on, bro. I'm hitting Windjammer tonight. That, that didn't do By it for yourself. you? <laughs> that didn't do it for you, Maria. Uh, Him singing uh, Bumper uh, Grind. Mm-mm. Well, all right. We ain't grind into that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, no. R. Kelly is a, one of those show. artists that have so many songs to grind to. You got Bump and Grind. Oh, you got Slow Wine. You got Sex in the Kitchen. Where's Courtney? Like, I haven't vetted all of R. Kelly's songs, and I hadn't decided which one I want to put on this list. Because you only get on the list one time one as time. an artist, as okay. a singer. I do believe last week's song, by the way, which was Red Light Special, I think R. Kelly helped to write that song, if I'm not mistaken. Look, he's all getting into it now. So it doesn't count. So what else do you do with the songs to grind to? Once you announce them on Cerrito Live, where do they go? What happens? We're working on a Spotify playlist I of thought, all these songs. So there's a romantic CJ playlist somewhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a <laughs> romantic one. It's got nothing to do with songs to grind to, though. Good gravy. This is a family show, folks, believe it or not. I, I stuck the children out in the hallway for this segment. This <laughs> gets did. a little grown up now. Don't sit at the kiddies table. I'm scared about what he's about to play. Oh yeah, so let's let's recap the songs to grind to real right. fast. Uh, first week was "Let's Make Love" by Silk. The following week, "Slow Drag" by Peggy Scott Adams. Studio, T Pain. Kevin really likes Studio. T Pain. Yeah, T Pain. He he likes T Pain. Uh, <laughs> Keep getting it on by Marvin Gaye, which is great. Last week was Red Light Special by TLC, and this wait week... Minute, wait a minute, keep getting it on, or is it no, Let's Get keep, It On? No, 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 no. It's the remix okay. to Get It, Let's Get It On. It's Keep Getting It On. It was great. It's, <laughs> it's amazing. You hadn't heard it, you need to hear it. That's what this list is about. It's also educational and, and, and formal as well. Very informative Informal, here. yeah. All right. All right, so are we ready? Let's do it. This is this week's song to Maria, grind to. Maria, sit down. You're not, you don't have to dance. I didn't plan on that. <laughs> you should have seen that look. If looks could kill. All right, here we go. Song to grind to right here. No, you don't play this around the children. Not around the children. He had to kick Brady out of the No, no, studio. no, 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 because Grizz gets down. Well, oh, Grizz likes to grind? The, the homie grinds? 
Does Grizz like to grind? He rode that pony a couple weeks ago. (laughs) Yeah, he did. I forgot about that. This song, this is Sierra's Body Party. Russell Wilson's wife, Body Party. I know, okay. Well, um, CJ was doing a little bumping and grinding while the music was playing. He's doing it now. I wish I could. We need to get you on Facebook Live for this. I don't ever want to see that look again. (laughs) It was a euphoric (laughs) type of look. That's the face you got to make when you grind, man. What are you talking about? (laughs) Maria, is that the face you got to make when (laughs) you... It's apparently the face CJ makes. I think we just... I don't know if I could say it on air, but I think we just saw CJ's... Grind face. Grind face, okay. That that is my grind face. That is what my grind face looks like. Oh, boy. Well, so not only can we not play this in arena, but maybe we could do the Grind City on the jerseys, right? Is that coming? Sure, why not put it on the jersey? And then and then when you know you know how play the NBA arenas play music, you know, during the possession, you play grind to music during each possession. You play a little Marvin Gaye, a little Al Green, you play a little Usher, a little T Pain. You know, you play some of those. During the kiss cam. Oh, do it. Oh, do a grind cam. Make it a grind cam, baby. No, Maria said no. No to the grind cam? What do you think that we would see on the scoreboard at FedEx Forum if you did a grind cam? Well, there's all these cams already, so there's probably a reason they haven't done a grind cam already. Maria, Maria, no. But but hear us (laughs) out on this, though, right? Hear us (laughs) out. You make it an 18 and up night. Oh, come on. Yeah, that way the cheering on around. CJ, imagine me telling Brady. 18 and up just so you can have a grind cam? Yes. Hey, Brady, sorry, buddy, but tonight's adult night at FedEx Forum. They're going to be bucking and bucking. That's his new line. Oh, my gosh. No, yes. Do do an adult night at FedEx Forum and grind music during the NBA possessions. And then instead of the kiss cam, you unveil the grind cam. It's grind city, baby. Embrace it, Maria. Oh, my gosh. Too much. He's dying. He's loving it. Is it time for a break yet? It's almost time for a break. Why are you trying to break in the midst of my grind two segment? Leave it to CJ to knock the train off the tracks. That was CJ's song to grind to. Who was it again? It was Sierra. It was Sierra. Body Party. Body Party. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Up next, we're going to have the main event on Cerrito Live. Kevin Cerrito will be joining his own show We're going to talk to him about Survivor Series last week, the big Brock and Goldberg match. Also, there's some Memphis, uh, WWE Memphis news that we'll talk a little bit about. And I've got a couple of um, on this date to share with you a little bit later as well. So 